episode 88. Here we are. Happy New Year, everybody. Are you sick of that already? Do you get tired of people telling you Happy New Year when you're like middle January? I say the cutoff date is January 15th. Like after that, like, okay, dude, I've, I've heard enough. I, it's good vibes and all. It feels good. Thank you. I appreciate you wishing me a happy new year, but it's like, <laughs> let's, let's kind of move on. But we've got a few more days. So after the 15th, I think you should start calling people out. Holiday stuff, man. The older you get, I think the more intense it gets. Right? Like that. There's a lot going on, man, that time of year. Some of it is just painful. <laughs> it's fun at the get-go, right? It's a good time of year. Lights are on homes. Trees are in homes. Kids are having fun. Out with your significant other. You're buying stuff. Looking forward to maybe getting a couple things. Then you get into like the nitty gritty of things when you got to visit like your aunt's home, aunt's cousin's grandfather's grandmother's home. And there's a lot going on, man. So I feel like the older you get, the more intense it gets because, man, you just got to Talk about deep breaths, man. DeMar Hamlin, holy smokes. I was watching that game live. I saw it, and I just figured it was a Nero thing again, like Tua went down with the Dolphins, and it was a concussion. He fell to the ground, and, you know, flashbacks of guys who get concussions, but then he gets hit in the chest, and you're thinking, I don't know. I mean, can this be a concussion? If he gets hit in the chest, maybe. I don't know. But the dude was dead for like eight minutes, man. Right? I guess that's the word. It's like, man. And the real hero is the trainer from the Bills who comes out and performs CPR on him, brings him back alive. You would think he's got some sort of brain issue, but it doesn't seem like it. Uh, The most incredible thing is his GoFundMe page. So every year since he was in college, he had a GoFundMe page and he tries to raise $2,500 a year to give toys to kids. $2,500 GoFundMe page. Dude, $2,500. Guy's now a professional athlete. You'd think one of his multimillionaire friends who are probably a locker mate next to him can give him $2,500. Anyways, he not only raised $2,500 that GoFundMe page is now up to $8.781, Let's say that for those, again, that uh, who just arrived to this country. $8,781,590. The dude's goal was $2,500. There's 245,000 donors. <laughs> DeMar's going to give out trucks and cars to these kids, not toys. Wow, isn't it cool when we just come together? Isn't it cool when we're all on the same page? Isn't that cool? We're running the same race for once. Nobody's angry at anybody. We just all come together. We're actually praying. It's kind of cool, right? People are praying for somebody to be alive, stay alive, don't die. We're praying, man. You can't tell me prayers don't work. You can't tell me God isn't good. Like, they they work. 
DeMar Hamlin was dead for nine minutes. God is undefeated, man. It's a honestly a beautiful story. And for just people to come together like that and raise that much money, amazing. Talk about that much money. I spent some money playing pickleball. I'm playing pickleball. This is a big update. And it's exciting because we have Sydney Steinacre on, who is, I'm going to call her a semi-pro player. She dated a pro, but I, she's a semi-pro player. She's a 4-5 level, it sounds like. And I'm look at me with the lingo. I played one time. I'm acting like I know all the lingos. A 5-0 level is like a really good player. And from my conversation with her that I'm going to, we're going to, do right now is uh, there's 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 one guy who's like a six two player, but she's a four five. That to me that's semi pro. Awesome conversation. She's fun. She's went from Orange County to Austin, Texas because of pickleball. So I play pickleball, and I am absolutely hooked. My cousin told me a couple months ago, you have to play. You have to play. You'll love it. And thought it was like an old man sport I, I didn't get it you know i know pickleball has been around for a while but why all of a sudden is this thing happening all of a sudden so i played with my fiance and her cousins and we had a blast we had a blast it's a fun sport it's a smaller court and it's ping pong and tennis combined right it's like in between those two sports it's easier to play than tennis. Uh, you got to have quick reactions. It's really fun. I can't wait to play again. But anyways, we played on Friday. And on Saturday or Sunday, I was out looking for paddles and a net to take to a public park so we can play. And yeah, so I'm like, I'm all in, right? I bought a net. I bought pickleball balls. They're like wiffle balls. I bought a couple paddles. I've got a backpack now. I mean, I, I'm in. I'm in. So uh, pickleball is is awesome. So let's do let's do it. Let's bring in Sydney and let's talk about her experience and how she started, and she can give us some tips on pickleball. Let's do it. Sydney Steinacre. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah, just said it perfectly. Yes. <laughs> so you're leaving California, going to Texas. There's a lot of you. What What's your reason? Um, pickleball. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, kind of. I mean, oh I was God. out. Sounds like a dream. Well, yeah, I've been coming out to Texas for like a while. Um, I was in a relationship with someone that lives out here. So I came out here to visit a lot. Mm -hmm. And then um, the pickleball scene was just like massive out here. And I just love the amateur scene. I fell in love with the city. And I, you know, I was just saying, I was like in the middle of December, I was like, I came out here for a tournament in Austin and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make a move to Austin because like, why not? It, I just like, I love everyone out here. And yeah, it's been That's a awesome. great experience so far. Good. Good for you. How long have you been playing pickleball? Now, listen, let me, let me just kind of get into what happened to me, yeah. right? I think this has happened to a lot of people. So my cousins were playing and they were trying to get me to play. And I was like, pickleball? Like, I, I don't know. I, I play a little bit of tennis. And they're like, Mike, I'm telling you, pickleball is it. It's gonna, it's so much fun. You're going to get so addicted to it. And they're trying to get me out. And I was like, eh. So then my fiance and I, we, I, I decided, I was like, we're going to, we're going to play. And her cousins were playing and I said, okay, let's set a date. Let's just play. I, I want to see what this is all about. And 
it it was it was over. I fell in love. It was a game that like came really easy to me. I guess maybe because I play a little bit of tennis, and so I felt like it was easier. And it's in between ping pong and and tennis. And I feel like the stories mm-hmm. are kind of parallel, right? Everybody kind of says the same thing about pickleball. Like the one time you play, that first time you play, you get hooked. And so I bought a net so I can play at a local park. I bought a couple paddles, one for myself and my fiance. I bought a couple, like a backpack. I got the whole thing and I'm like, ready okay, to go. Okay. Now, okay. Now I have to ask. What paddle am I using? Yeah. So I bought her a Selkirk. Yes. Let's go. Okay. I got, I got, I got it. Cause I, I feel, cause I, I, I don't know exactly what I was doing, but it, it said that it's kind of like for beginner to intermediate. So I thought that was good for her. And then I bought myself a, yeah. a, a Jola. Did I pronounce that right? A Yola. Yola. Yola, yeah. Yola. Okay. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a Yola either, but good choice and the surface is more of like a sandpaper ish so i like to put spin on the ball so i think that's good for it right yeah yeah it has a carbon fiber surface um falkirk has their new halo model that has the um carbon fiber surface as well if you like to add that spin to the ball you have if you have a lot of slice in your shots (laughs) yeah yeah so how did you let's get back to you now how did you get into this did you play a little bit of tennis growing up like what made you get in the pickleball no so I'm like one of those unique cases where I didn't come from tennis mm-hmm. and I say unique because like typically when you get like to the four or four or five level of play and higher, most people come from like a tennis background. It took me two years to get to this level. And yeah, I, I just came from a lacrosse background. Um, that's what I played in all through high school, played a little bit in college. And I actually did swimming a lot when I was younger too. So like, yeah, not really a lot of like hand-eye coordination besides lacrosse. Um, but I've always been like super athletic. I like to do like the basic things still. I still like to go to bar class and Pilates class and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, it was in the middle of the pandemic. And my stepdad, he it had a, a pickleball court in his backyard. And he would always have his friends over and they'd all come and play. My stepdad's a little bit older. So I typically the players that would come over to the house were also older as well. And I would just see them play for hours and hours and hours and end. And I was like, what is the deal with these guys? Like they will play for four hours and like, they still want to play more. Like they're fully addicted. I'm like, what's wrong with them? They're just playing like lazy tennis. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to play this sport. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually started hosting pros. Um, they would stay at our house because we had some extra rooms and word got out that we had this house that had a court in the backyard that was kind of close to the local venue. So we had a lot of pros that would come to our house and they would stay with us. So I had like Michael Bar, Rita Tereschenko, um, Ben Johns, Simone, um, I think Lucy stayed with us once, Adam Stone, Crank, Car- yeah, like we had so many wow. pros. It was just like, but it would all take the same time. So we'd have like these group dinners all the time together every time there was a tournament, even though I wasn't even playing. Um, but Arena Tereschenko, she's a top female pro. She's actually the one that gave me my first pickleball lesson and one day. And I was like, okay, like I could see myself like kind of getting into this. I wasn't fully like invested yet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one day my stepdad, like shortly after he was like, hey, Sid, like this is, uh, I want to say October, 2020. He was like, hey, Sid, I need you to um, help me a tournament I have a tournament coming up and I just need someone to like just feed me balls and I was like okay so I was like whatever it's like I don't really know how much help I'll be but like I'll try so I like it was like feeding him balls and we started like 
hitting around a bit and he was like, Hey, you think you can play singles with me? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to kick your butt. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I'm so much more younger and athletic than you. So like, let's bring it on dude. And he beat me 11 zero. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, no, no, wait, no, no, this cannot happen. And my, my stuff is like a four or five level player. So I was like, wait, no, you've got to be kidding me. Like, absolutely not. So we do it again, again, 11 zero. We do it one more time, 11 zero. And I was like, at the end of the night, this is like, and my mom started calling us for dinner. I'm like, no, mom, hold mm-hmm. on. I have to beat you, at least get one point on this man. And it just wasn't happening. So I like turned to him after I was like, okay, this time tomorrow, we're, we're going to come out after before dinner and we're going to play again. And that is when the cycle started and I was fully addicted and invested. And from that moment on, I like made it my goal. I'm like, I'm going to keep on playing pickleball until I can beat you. And now it's cool because like I can consistently beat him now, which is awesome. And now I get to beat him 11-0, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's been a great experience so far. It, it's what happened to me last week. And it, it, we literally played last Friday and we're doing this. What's today? Tuesday. So I bought all this stuff in like a couple of days. I was hooked right away. That happened to me on Friday and they were playing. We played, I think four games. They beat us the first three. And then I was like, I told, I looked at her and I was like, listen, we're not going home until we win a match. Like, you don't, you don't understand. Like the, <laughs> we have to win. And we finally did. And I was like, okay, we're good now. You know, we, we can, <laughs> we can go home. But I was, I was, yeah. I was ready to play for like two or three more hours. Like that's how much I was enjoying myself. When did this pickleball get cool though? Like, I feel like it's, it's kind of a new thing. So, yeah. So like, I feel like during the pandemic is when it really like took off, like, because people, that's like when the majority of the players like got into pickleball just because everything was closed down, you couldn't go to the gym, so people wanted a way to get out of the house and to stay fit and athletic. And pickleball is a sport that doesn't require a lot of space. And you can get a temporary net, you can draw your lines in the middle of the street, you can draw, like, draw them in a parking lot. You can literally play pickleball like wherever, as long as you have a temporary net and your equipment. And yeah, it's um, it's a mobile sport. And I feel like that's when people really got into it. And now it's just, booming and everyone like got addicted at the same time and it's so exciting to see like just so many players like entering the sport and so much new talent yeah and it's fun it's more fun for me because tennis is a more difficult sport and pickleball to me at least is easier and it's more fun and there's more action and you can volley back and forth for like a good 30 seconds right and and it's it's Mm -hmm. fun man like I really enjoy it I'm a complete novice I've only played one time and I'm I'm just starting to learn the the system the the scoring system I think you mentioned you're a four five level is that right um I I kind of play on a good day I'm a four five um it's just right now my duper is about four point three mm-hmm. so it just kind of depends on the day you get me but you i like to, some people will say i'm a four or five i don't know i just like to say between four or four or five and the best so. you can be is a five right um no so the rating system well five oh is like what it used to go to but then that people reached kept on reaching five oh very quickly um and the rating system actually now goes well over six so okay. I think Ben Johns is like at a six point, like three or something like that right now. Okay. And how do you, how do you score yourself? And how do I what? Repeat that? Like, how do you get, Sorry. how do you get to a certain level? How, how do you start? Oh, so how do you get to it? Cause clearly Sydney, I want to be a professional. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Trust me. I do too. It's not going very well. Um, so I used to date a professional. So, and I used to ask this question all the time. Right. Um, right. 
And it was, I started off as a two five. I was, I could barely get the ball over the net. It was very hard for me at first. It wasn't like pitball didn't come very easy for me. It definitely had to, took a lot of just crafting and getting my butt kicked. And ultimately it just comes down to, I hate, I know everyone says it, but I know people dread this word drilling. Drilling is the key to everything, but not just drilling on like everything. You need to fit like focus on like one thing at once and then you draw on it multiple times and then you move on to the next thing and then the next thing. And you just keep on taking all these small bites and then it turns into this, just keeps on growing and growing. Your level just keeps on getting better and better and better. And also just playing with people that are better than you, but not significantly better than you is a huge key. So if you're like a 3-0, like I don't think playing with four fives like every single day is going to necessarily help you. I think playing with three five is like that still happy medium where you're still having fun. Mm -hmm. Because if you're like a three oh just constantly getting your butt handed to you by four fives, that's not going to be very fun for right. you. It's not fun for the four five either. They want to have because they want to get good practice in. Right. So yeah, staying like within like the three oh three I mean three five range um and um like letting those people like give you like different looks and different styles of play, that's really gonna improve your game. So for me starting do I even have a level? Like, where do I start? How do I start my level? Um, so I would assume, I mean, it's, I, without seeing you play, it's kind of hard for me to like mm -hmm. gauge or you, you, you kind of get a feel for what you, you can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are very consistent, you're going to be probably, or if you feel like you're um, really consistent, like off the bat, like I would say you're about a four zero. because some people, they start off as four, four O's right off the bat. You don't necessarily always start off as a two five. Some mm -hmm. tennis players that come in right off as straight off as five O's. Like a lot of these pros, like top pros right now, they came off, like it came into the sport, like playing five O immediately. Like mm -hmm. Leia Jansen, she said the first time, like she played like five O for like a week or she was immediately five O. And like after a week of playing, she like, Signed up for our first five-hour tournament, I think, and she said she like placed it or or won or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's a very common story that you see amongst like some some of the top pros in the sport is just that they were naturally just talented from the tennis background that they have. So those tennis skills they really do translate over fairly well. So, um, so would I have to then kind of like enter a tournament against a three-five or a four-zero level and kind of see not how? Okay. So typically, um, there's a, there, right now, um, I know Duper, which is a name of Universal Pickleball Rating um, System, they are having ambassadors throughout the U.S. and they are having like clinics in like these bigger cities where you can go get rated by a pro and they can kind of tell you like where you're at, hmm. um, kind of give you a gauge for your play. So like, they'll do like mass clinics like with like 50 or 100 players and they'll have multiple like, coaches there. They'll just see you play and um, they'll also do some instructions, but they'll also kind of give you a feel for like where you, you currently stand. And that's something a lot of pickleball clubs are also offering as well. Um, another way is to go to your local course. I don't really, every local, Every community has like different local courts, obviously, and how they're set up. Um, but some places will have challenge courts, and they'll have like three zero to three five, three five to four zero, four zero to four five, and or four five like plus level challenge courts. And then you can just kind of put your paddle down and go uh, challenge onto these courts. So you and your partner would walk on, and then you play against people at that level, level, so like a four zero or like four five, and you can kind of get a gauge. If you, I mean, if you're 
losing a lot of zero, then chances are and you're on the four or five court, chances are you're not like a four or five level mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. And you should go try lower. And then wait, the moment you start getting more competitive with those players, that's when, or where you feel like the games are a lot closer, then you're like, okay, this is kind of where I feel like my school level is at then. Is there a website I can find local tournaments at? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, pickleballtournaments.com. That is going to be your like go-to for any pickleball tournament. Um, I believe it's, it's under pickleball. It's going to be under pickleball.com in the near future, if I'm not mistaken. So pickleball.com is going to like house like everything from pickleballtournaments.com, pickleball central, things like that. But for right now, it's just tournaments.com. And that's how you can sign up for like basically almost every local tournament. Um, there's also other like sites, kind of like pickleball brackets, but most major tournaments will use pickleballtournaments.com. Okay. Do you like yeah. playing singles or doubles? What do you prefer? I like playing both, actually. Um, but I tend to like doubles a little bit more um, just because I like the social aspect of it. And also, I can be kind of lazy sometimes when I'm like, <laughs> the movie might be. Um, but singles, it depends. Like sometimes when I, I'll be on a single kick where I just really enjoy singles because I just feel like it really improves my confidence on the court knowing it's just me controlling the game. Um, it's only me that can go and get the balls. I don't have to rely on a partner or anything. It's like, it's, it's everything is based on like the shot that I make. And it kind of forces me to make smarter decisions when I'm playing doubles as well. It also helps your drive as well, which I like to do is drive the ball a lot. So (laughs) does, does pickleball pay? Can you make this a profession? Oh, absolutely. So a lot of the top professionals right now, they are, this is what they do for a living. They play pickleball and they make really good money. Um, A lot of the sponsors are paying more and more. um, And there's a lot more investors in the sport. And I'm a influencer in the sport and I make a pretty good amount of money just doing like influencer content. Um, I have a book coming out like next next year or actually, sorry, this year, um, this April, um, it's going to be called play pickleball and just like my guide to the amateur world. So uh, it's for people like you that just started pickleball that want to know how to to sign up for a tournament. How do I navigate challenge courts? What paddle do I pick? What ball do I use? How do I select the right partner? How do I get better? And has like pro tips. So basically, yeah, this book is for like everything that you've asked me so far. Mm -hmm. So is this essentially your full-time gig right now? Um, kind of, not really. Um, I do work as a cybersecurity analyst, information security analyst. So I work in cybersecurity. Nice. Um, and pickleball is just kind of like my fun side gig that I do. Um, ultimately, it would be cool to make this like a full time thing for sure, just because I love pickleball so much and I'm so passionate about it. And I mean, I just even this week, I really just truly fell in love with the sport again, just because I moved across like halfway across the country to a whole new city by myself and I immediately just go to my local courts and I make all these friends and I was now I, I don't feel like I'm alone in the big city anymore. It's like now I know it's like an, I have people like text me, hey let's play tomorrow or like hey let's go do we can go get food after we play and things like that. And I'm like wow I just only been here a week and I, I already have all these friends, which is so cool. That's what the cousins were saying. They were like, it's a very social sport. Like people, everybody's cool, right? You can meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. And the thing is like, what I love about it is it brings people together that you typically like wouldn't hang out with, Mm -hmm. like outside of pickleball. So Mm -hmm. like, 
you'll have like a lawyer, a brain surgeon, mm. and like a chef, like on the same court, like <laughs> playing at the same time, you know? And yeah. it's just like, and it made zero sense for you, but you're all like that. getting frustrated over like missing a dink or like having a rough day on the court and things like that. Or like you have, you only hang, like for me, it's like I'm 29, like playing with people like that are in their 50s and 60s and like, making joking and laughing around and having a, a fun time is actually getting your butt handed to you by people like twice your age yeah it's like it's really cool to see well not really cool at the time it's kind of embarrassing actually but it's from the outside it's like wow like pickleball is truly just a, a unique sport i mean where else do you see like those types of results where someone in their seventies can wipe the floor with mm -hmm. a 19 year old on yeah. the court, you know? Yeah. So what's the, what would be the thing to do? Like if I show up to a pickleball court, do I just kind of stand there and wait and then they'll, they'll tell me when I can play or I wait in line or like, how would I compete with just random people at a court? So, yeah, it just kind of depends um, on how your local courts are run. So here in Austin, I, we have some places where there are challenge courts or there's just open play courts. So it kind of just depends on your area. So what I would do is I would go to your local courts and just kind of ask like some of the players are how things work. Like, hey, is there a challenge courts here? If so, can I put my paddle down? Um, if not, then um, can I, do you mind if I like rotate in, rotate in? Like, so when they, they're done with the game, you switch around and someone will sit out when like rest when, and then you'll go and play in, um, things like that. And you'll kind of get the feel for it. I mean, people in the pickleball world are so sweet and they're always going to be welcoming. So don't be afraid to like go and ask like, Hey, like, can I like playing with you guys? Most of the time people are going to say, absolutely. Cool. Like, sure. Why not? Like, um, and if they don't, and if they don't, then don't be discouraged. Like th those are very rare. They're, yeah. Most people aren't that way. Cool. And typically it's a game to 11. So you're not playing three sets or five sets like you would in tennis. No. Yeah. So it's one game to 11 typically okay. in rec play, um, in tournaments, you're going to have your best two out of three. That's how tournaments work. Um, that's two out of three to 11. And then and when you go to the opportunity bracket, as I call it, the loses bracket, you'll have one game to 15. And then, but there's this new kind of like, I don't want to say controversial, but there's this new style of formatting that is, some people love it, some people hate it. And I was, I'm kind of on the border between both. Um, it's called rally scoring, which is basically you, but you play to 21 mm -hmm. for rally scoring. And then it's usually win by two as well. Like such a, like also would like the game to 11. Um, and depending on how it's, it's run, I think it freezes at, when one team gets to 18 or or freezes when one team gets to 20. It just kind of depends on how the tournament is run or how the tournament director wants it to be run. And But the only problem with that freeze is it does give the other team to like kind of catch up to you because you can only win when you're serving, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like volleyball. But that's more like, that's like more like major league pickleball. Okay. Um, that's, that's where that's, kind of came from you think any part of this is a fad you think it's going to slowly dissipate i don't foresee it dissipating i could see there being some bumps in the road right now i mean right now i feel like there are some like bumps in the road just because there are some like there's two competing tours the ppa and app tour where they, those two just can't seem to get along they're like the stepbrothers in the sport just can't get along so, and there's a lot of, I guess, new, there's a lot of power, like struggle a little bit that could, I could see causing some, like, 
problems in the sport, but ultimately I, I don't foresee this just being a fad. I foresee this sport growing and growing and growing. And I think everyone's going to put their differences aside eventually and realize like that pickleball like brings so much joy and so much happiness. And we all have to remember like why we play the sport in the first place. And it's not because of the sponsorships or things like that or how much money you can make. It's because it's sports brings us so much joy and I always have to remind myself at the end of the day even like when I have like my rough days in the court like it's like I, sometimes I want at, or when I have a rough tournament I'm like I'm done with pickleball I don't want anything to do with this but then not like 20 minutes and I'm like wait no I want to go mm. play pickleball again because yeah. that makes me like super happy yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it did the same with me it brought a lot of joy like I don't know something about it because it's easy to kind of move around and the court's not that big so you can get to one end and another end quick and when you hit it, you got to be ready for the next shot because it's coming quick and it's a good sweat. You know, it was kind of cold outside oh, yeah. and I was still sweating. And Always be ready for your next shot. That's yeah. my biggest piece of advice because, like, I'm the CEO of getting hit in the face. Oh, my gosh. Right, <laughs> right, right. And, I think it's just a wiffle ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, they're big investors, like, in pickleball. So I wouldn't think those guys, I'm, I'm assuming they – They've done their due diligence, and you would think it's going to last for a bit. How much do pros typically make annually? Um, it's honestly, it's been changing a lot recently. Um, a few years ago, it would have been maybe twenty to thirty thousand, but now there's contracts that are like well over six figures. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it just really depends um, on the player, if you will. Cool. So. <laughs> and you've got a podcast on pickleball, right? Yeah, so it's called The Basic Thing. It kind of documents my um, pickleball journey. Started it in October 2021, if I'm not mistaken, or September, somewhere, somewhere in that range. I haven't really been podcasting recently just because the move has been kind of hectic out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, now that I'm in Austin, I plan on doing I want to get more into video podcasting. Um, and I feel like now that I'm all settled in, I'll probably like get that going pretty soon again. Cool. And your Instagram feed is hilarious. So keep, keep doing that. Stuff. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just, I got in a tick. I was really big on TikTok during the pandemic mm-hmm. and I, uh, then I got really inspired by pickleball and I was like, I was actually, I think one of the first, I don't want to like be like, I was the first, but like, I think I was the first to create like true pickleball, like TikTok-esque content in the sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I remember like the first like TikTok I made on I posted it on like Instagram and people were like, wait, what is this? Like, oh, we, we haven't seen like content like this before. Like, this is actually like really cool that there's someone making like reels and like funny skits in regards to pickleball. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been great seeing other content creators come into the sports and everything. And yeah, I definitely want to keep on making more content. Um, also, my yeah. I feel like my book also took like a lot of my time too and said that I wasn't able to make as much content as I would have liked the past year. So I feel like now that things are settling down, I'm like, okay, got to get the content revs back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're writing a book on essentially pickleball for beginners like myself. Did I mm-hmm. miss anything? You want to add anything to what we already talked about? Not really. I feel like, do you have any more questions for me? Or I don't not think like, so. I've, I've, I feel like no? I've covered all of my questions. Yeah, I just, I just want to make sure I got it all. So where are you located at? In LA County. Actually. LA County. Okay. So actually, I used to play up in LA a few times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know that there's some uh, good courts over in Burbank that a lot of people play at. Okay. 
And then I used to play actually in Arcadia. So I used to drive from Newport to Arcadia like twice, two or three times a week just to go play because I'm not addicted. Remember, I used to sit in traffic for like two hours. Man, that's a drive. That is a trek. Yeah. Yeah. But the play that I was going getting was so good. It was like, I loved it and it was so worth it. Wait, what, what, because of the play was good at Arcadia? Yeah, so um, my friend has, my friend Jeff, he has a house out in Arcadia that mm-hmm. he built for pickleball courts in his backyard oh. for all his friends to use. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was so cool. So I would go up there a few times a week and go play with um, the people that played there. There was a great level of play there. And um, yeah, there were some pros that would play there as well sometimes. Awesome. And they would play in with the amateurs, which was a lot of fun. But so, yeah, no, I feel like LA County, like they need more. I know that Tom is the space there yeah i feel like i feel like it's bigger in orange county right oh yeah absolutely so orange county we have a lot of permanent courts so i'm sure you heard about newport beach Mm -hmm. um tpc that was like my home club if you will when i was living back home so i think we have about 35 courts there and then um well san diego just got a facility down there as well called um the hub and i think they have about 30 pickleball courts as well and they got some really good uh uh, leading lead pros there i think michelle escabel and uh, rob castillo the head pros there wow which is really cool yeah so it's just going to keep on growing and growing and growing and i'm so excited to see more talent into the sports and because i mean there's so much I feel like there's so much hidden talent that people haven't seen yet. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like once those players come out from, like, the shadows, the sport's really going to explode. Now, I was um, on the hunt for a pickleball store, but I couldn't find one. Is most of all the equipment kind of just an online purchase? Right now? Um, yeah, most of the equipment's going to be purchased like on pickleballcentral.com or um, just paddles.com. There's a few like big pickleball like websites. Um, okay. that you'll, you'll, if you just type in like pickleball with paddles, like you'll get like a bunch of different places. Like Pickleball Galaxy is another one. But we're just going to directly to the paddle website themselves. Um, sometimes it's better to order them through the paddle manufacturers themselves. Because if like your paddle breaks, they'll have your information on file. You can send them pictures, and they'll usually send you like a new one. Cool. So, yeah, awesome. That's nice. <laughs> awesome. I think we covered it all. Oh no, thank you. I'm always excited to talk about pickleball. Like it's the one thing that like I like love talking like <laughs> talking about so much. Like all my Uber drivers, like the moment I get into my Uber, I'm like. Do you know what pickleball is? And they're like, no, I'm like, great. So let me just sit here for the next 20 minutes and just tell you about why you should play pickleball. Or like the worst ones are when people get stuck next to me on flight. Like, I'll just That's sit awesome. there and just talk for the full two hours or three hours just about pickleball and why they need to play. And then at the end, they're like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to order a paddle now. Like, right now. <laughs> You're a great advocate. You're like the ambassador of pickleball. Oh, I, I try to be a good ambassador for the sport, but also I just like, I really just want people to get into the sport and just kind of get past that stigma that like pickleball is like for like older people. Yeah. Cause that's what this, they went used to have is like, it was for older people. So I think just seeing like someone young, just like talking about pickleball and like that there's, and seeing like how exciting the sport is, it's, it's good for people to hear that. So that was my first thought too. I, I, I they told me about it. And I was like, dude, pickleball. I'm not 90, and it, and I just felt like it was like right? badminton, you know. And I was like, that's not for me. Like I no. And then I yeah, I was completely wrong. So I'm 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 really excited. Yeah. It's a fun fun yeah. fun sport. 
Yeah. Um, well, if for tips for you right now for getting better, I would say um, just a lot of YouTube videos. There's so many ins good instructional YouTube videos on just the basics of pickleball. Just watch them. Yeah. And then there's also a site called Pickleball 360. Um, that that one's a paid subscription service. I don't think it's too expensive, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's like 20 bucks a month or something like that. And you can get um, instructional videos from like Colin Johns, Ben Johns, Beckel Bar. They're the ones that um, run the platform. And they're really, really informative videos on just how to get better in the sports. Also, just playing a lot, just getting the more reps you get in right now, the better. Um, lots of drilling and yeah, and also watching pro matches. I think that that's always good inspiration. Let me tell you, I have always that pickleball like playing in my apartment like twenty four seven. Like it's always just in my background. Just like I was, I like watch, like just just watch for inspiration. I'm like, ooh, I want to get like I need to do that at practice later. Fun, right? I thought pretty informative. I think we got everything out of the way there. Good time of year is coming, spring, summer, so the weather's going to be good. Sun's going to be out longer and play a little bit longer. I was sweating in like 46-degree weather. It was a Friday night. If I'm going to sweat then, I'm going to sweat you know, during the summer. And I just I love moving like that and sweating and being active. It's, it's Oh, man, it's so good. It clears the mind, and it's just it's just joyful it's a joyful sport it really is fun and satisfying something about that game man satisfying and i'm gonna turn pro this is the goal this is a goal i'm gonna get into tournaments and my goal is to go pro because look i'm armenian i wasn't born being very tall so i couldn't play basketball which i played my entire life i knew i couldn't become a pro basketball player Played baseball, but just don't have enough. But, uh, you know, there's a whole different level of baseball. Football, no chance. Soccer was probably the only sport I had, but, I mean, come on. Pickleball is a sport I feel like I can grab a paddle and beat somebody in. So I actually have a shot to be a professional athlete. Dude, right? Why not go for it? And it's not like you're past your prime. There's dudes who are 65, 70 years old, like, we're beating 20-year-olds. So I'm not even in my prime yet. We're talking pickleball career. We're doing this thing. Money or not, sponsors or not, you better get on this train right now because I'm coming through, man. Pickleball it is. And Nero gum it is. You run out of Nero gum. I know people have been texting me. I ran out of my Nero gum. What's the promo code? Promo code is no wasted days. You go to getnero.com. You get energy for pickleball matches. You get energy after your lunch in the afternoon. You get energy in the morning. You get energy before your workout. You get energy at 5 o'clock. You get energy if you have a second job. You chew on this gum. It's the best. B vitamins, L-theanine, natural caffeines, gluten-free, soy-free, vegan. Nero gum. Get Nero.com. No wasted days. 10% off promo code. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. Sydney, thank you for being a part of this show. That was awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Until next time, folks, I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mike the Pod. No wasted days. Let's go.